Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome. This is Talent Talk Tuesdays, and I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik. Last week, we started our four-part series on the needs found in each of the domains of talent using Clifton Strengths. I started with the relationship-building talents and their inherent needs. So I want to pause to share a couple of Bible verses to emphasize the importance of relationships for all of us, but in particular for those whom God has anointed to the purpose of strengthening human relationships. First, in Matthew 18, verses 19 to 20, Jesus tells us how he blesses our togetherness in prayer. He says, Amen, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Hmm. The Bible even tells us that our friction with each other can benefit us. This is Proverbs 27, 17, saying very simply, Iron is sharpened by iron, one person sharpens another. And St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that we're all part of one body, and whatever happens to one of us affects everyone. Those of you high in connectedness or empathy and certain others will really uh, probably resonate with this. Again, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 26. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part is honored, all the parts share its joy. So like all of your talents, your relationship talents really matter in the eyes of God and in his plan of salvation. And guess what else matters? <laughs> your ability to think, reason, reflect, and understand, to make good judgments, cultivate wisdom, and acquire knowledge. So today I'm going to focus on your strategic thinking needs. As in all our talent talks, remember that what is inherent isn't necessarily virtuous. Everything about us needs to be redeemed, so let's always just keep our hearts aimed right at God, the source of all that is good and beautiful and true, because whatever we're learning about with our gifts, talents, and the needs he's given each of us in his incredible creativity and generosity, we still have to cultivate them in wisdom and love with respect for each other's differences. This is why I so highly recommend for anyone in relationships, but especially married people, the Strengths-Based Marriage Book. So to put it very simply, let's go back to the strategic thinking domain. What it's all about is thinking and learning. So let's go over some typical characteristics of those who are talented in the strategic thinking domain. Most notably, they are quick mental processors with the ability to make rapid and insightful connections between thoughts, facts, events, and ideas. They tend to be very creative and love the process of learning and acquiring facts and knowledge. Many of them are natural teachers because what they learn, they love to share. Often they are energized by making plans and can be visionaries, anticipating what's up ahead. Or they might be history buffs who go deep into the past to understand the causes and effects of the events of human history. They often love autonomy, but appreciate togetherness and may desire to benefit others with their expertise. They are often deep thinkers, and because they have very busy minds, they often process ideas out loud or spend time writing in order to gain clarity about their own complex and multifaceted thinking. 
wondering if you're resonating with this or know somebody like this. Mature and prayerful strategic thinkers may be especially strong in the spiritual gifts of understanding and knowledge. That's where they're gifted. So those are some of the qualities and strengths That's the tr- that the strategic thinker really wants to be able to steward well. And to do that, here's what this talent domain needs in order to thrive. Strategic thinkers need continuous learning opportunities and a variety of new experiences. They don't stay the same from month to month or year to year. They are wired for constant growth and they level up naturally over time. So they need the freedom to discover more and more in their particular areas of interest. And and all of these are genuine needs in order for them to stay refreshed and healthy in their talents because their brains are like racehorses that can get exhausted from too much constant activity. So they may not realize this, but they especially need time to just think without any pressure, just to let their minds wander like that same racehorse taken off the track and just grazing in a meadow. Unstructured thinking time allows them to explore and consider everything or anything that's going through their minds. That's very rejuvenating for them. They also need the freedom to change their mind as they learn and to be allowed to course correct any strategies or plans they may have made. And that's because they are constantly learning. And that learning impacts their view of the road ahead, showing them the best pathways based on new facts. So what can seem to others like flakiness or constantly changing their minds is really just that they learn from everything, even from just walking out their plans. And as they learn from everything, they need opportunities to share their learning with others, but they also need opportunities to apply learning for the sake of others. They can be very other-oriented and uh, and toward the growth of others, enjoying just seeing incremental progress in others. They can get very excited about that. And the time just flies by when strategic thinkers spend time with other strategic thinkers, people who are enthusiastic about enjoying deep and involved conversations. This is extremely refreshing and fulfilling for them. So they really need to find a tribe of people with some similar interests. If any of these needs are resonating with you about yourself or someone you love, jot them down and ponder the following questions. Again, as I said last week, these questions are on a worksheet. I'd be happy to send you if you email me, but put needs worksheet in the subject line. And anyway, I'm going to go over the same set of questions at the end of every episode in this four-part series. So here's question one. Through the lens of your life right now, what needs are currently being met? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you any unmet needs and find ways to get at least some of them met. Consider areas of your life that might hold opportunities to get those needs met. For instance, your spiritual life, work life, relationships, health and fitness activities, recreational pursuits, hobbies, ministry commitments, other volunteer activities. Think creatively about how to get at least some of your needs met. Question number two is how can you create some margin for greater well-being? In other words, what would you have to let go of in order to make the needed changes to add in more opportunities to be fulfilled? by meeting some of your inherent needs or the needs of your loved ones, too. This is all repetitive because it's the same process with each domain. Question number three, what energy drainers in your life right now are non-negotiable? These are the things that are not refreshing to your spirit or to your talents, okay? And this is really important because it might be something like a ministry commitment that runs another six months. 
okay, you're committed, you're going to follow through even if it's not breathing life into you. Or a personal situation like paying college tuitions or a credit card bill, that means keeping that second job a little longer, even if it's not satisfying to you. So there can be things that simply have to be endured for the time being. But remember, and this is critical, if you balance that situation that's draining you with other needs being met, you can quickly feel a whole lot better. And we all have those seasons where something else crowds out some of our needs. So we want to find enough balance to create resilience and frankly hope. Because when we are meeting enough of our needs, we have the energy to hope that the future will be better and most likely it will. So keep in mind, we are not going to get all our needs met at all times in this life anyway. This isn't heaven. But ponder the three questions and let me know if you want that worksheet. It might make it a little easier for you. And set another goal this week, prayerfully reading through your notes and seeking guidance from the Holy Spirit, and then make some space in your life to meet those pressing needs that you've identified, okay? Email me with questions, ask for the worksheet. I'm at lisa at wonderfullymade139.com. I'm always glad to help you. And next week, I'll be talking about the influencing talent domain and some of the needs that go with that general category of talents. Thanks for listening. You are wonderfully made, my friends. Please pray for me. I'm praying for you, too. God bless you.